The authorities hung on to Arnold Schwarzenegger at the airport for about three hours the other day. This was in Munich. Customs agents, because Arnold had an expensive watch on him, and I guess this hadn't been claimed. This watch uh, Arnold was going to sell at a charity auction in Munich today. He was released after three hours. He was detained by customs agents when he arrived. Apparently, valuables over a certain price have to be declared when traveling internationally. I don't know what this watch was worth, but so it must have been Rolex or something, you know. Uh, but Arnold was never given the typical form that they used to disclose this stuff, so he didn't. He didn't. I didn't know there was taxes on timepieces. Yeah, well, they say he cooperated all along, and eventually he left the airport with the watch in hand, and he is auctioning it off for a good cause today. <laughs> He's got to auction it off to pay off the taxes that he paid for it. And a movie is being made about the career and life of Richard Simmons. And the guy they picked is a pretty good match, I would say. But Richard Simmons doesn't seem to be happy about any of this. Paulie Shore will, yeah, play, I can see that. will play Richard Simmons. And one of the online sites has, has a picture of Paulie from the movie, and they have put it side by side, but with Richard Simmons, and it's it's pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was uh, well done, well picked, and I think he could probably do the persona too. Yep, Simmons. Richard Simmons says he has nothing to do with it, and he never gave his permission. Richard Simmons says he doesn't even have a manager or publicist anymore. He's kind of gone into hiding. There are all kinds of stories about Richard Simmons that um, he had. Uh, I don't know. He had. A number of surgeries, and the person yes. who was taking care of him may have been uh, taking like, advantage of him, his money, and everything else, and you know, keeping him away from people because that person, uh, you know, was 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 stealing from Richard Simmons and was controlling his life. Those are the stories out there. Who knows if it's true? And I don't know if they get into this in this biopic. But, I loved Richard Simmons. I mean, I had a chance to meet him a couple times, and he was fabulous. You know, I mean, and he was exactly like you see on the television. He had that energy. He had the silk shorts. He had the socks. He was running around. He was as sweet as could be. Pauly Shore said of the Richard Simmons movie, "We all need this now more than ever. <laughs> we need the." We, the world needs the Richard Simmons movie. He was the first celebrity that I ever met. Uh, Richard I mean, Simmons? I, I mean, like like in the, in the radio world. I was working for Bob Rivers and running his board, and the first celebrity that ever came into the studio was Richard Simmons. And Bob says, keep an eye out for him. He's going to be pulling up any minute. How can and, you miss him? <laughs> well, this limousine pulls up in front of the station, and I go out and push the door open for him. And he jumps up on this planter box, and he's like, it's great to be here. And he starts jumping and doing things, and he's running around the sales office and stuff. And he gives me a big hug and a kiss and stuff. And he, and then he's like, I can smell cigarettes on you. That is horrible. you know. Da, 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 da. And then uh, he stays about an hour and stuff. And as he's leaving, he says, uh, he's like, Brad, next time I come back here, I want to. He remembered my name and everything. I couldn't believe it. I'm just like a, you know, running the board. And he's like, when I come back here next time, I want to know that you've quit smoking. And so then he literally, a year or two later, he comes back 
runs in, same whole deal, comes up, gives me a kiss. I can't even believe you remember my name. Someone must have prepped him in the car before he got out of the car, you know? <laughs> like, here's who you're going to meet with or whatever. And he jumps out, gives me a hug and a kiss. He goes, you told me you were going to quit smoking. I'm like, how does he remember? Of the thousands of people he meets all the time, how did he remember that? That guy had no off switch in He public, didn't. You know? All right, and the Songwriters Hall of Fame is going to induct its class. They just announced who made the cut, and uh, R.E.M. will make it, among others, and so will Steely Dan. And that's nice. Donald Fagan's chance to get in there to the Songwriters Hall of Fame. So we will play a Steely Dan tune here. We'll play the heroin song. We'll play Time Out of Mind, the song that, that Walter Fagan, and, uh, Donald Fagan and Walter Becker were both reportedly on it at the time and Becker had uh, had just been in like some bad car wreck and these guys they they enlisted Mark Knopfler of Dire Straits to play the guitar on this thing and Mark Knopfler is you know he's wonderful right but yeah. Walter Becker and Donald Fagan are known for being exact very precise and they know exactly what they want. And they are they can be very intimidating because they are high intellect individuals and they know precisely how things should be played. And you've got to do it the way they want it. And one and, of those and, albums had forty three different musicians on it. And Mark Knopfler was said to have just been worn completely worn out by these two guys and having to play things over and over again for this this particular song that we're going to play that Knopfler is on, Time Out of Mind. And but part of the problem was that Donald Fagan was in the studio. Walter Becker was like on the phone or they'd call Walter Becker and then they'd play him the thing. Or, you know, they'd Mark Knopfler would play his thing and Donald Fagan would be, all right, let me get Walter on the phone. And they'd get, well, you know, take a while, get Walter on the phone. Eh, I don't know. Have him do it this way. Have him do it that way. I mean, that's the way those those guys were. Just they... But they and they had, as you said, they had so many different musicians on their tracks and names, people you would know. On this one, you'll hear Mark Knopfler. You'll hear uh, Michael McDonald singing on this as well. To the Songwriters Hall of Fame for Steely Dan and Donald Fagan, who is still around. Brad and John, KISM.